Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Thrillers Global Podcast. I'm your host, CJ, alongside me, my co-host, Liam, from Olivia Course Fans. Liam, how are you going? Good day, CJ. How are you? Good. Thanks, mate. How are you? Good, man. Well, not so good after this morning, but we'll talk about that later. Definitely, definitely. So, as everyone all knows, Olivia Course fans around the world, um, not a good morning here in Australia, at least. Uh, we woke up 5 a.m. to watch that shock of a game that ended in a 4-0 absolute smashing in the hands of uh, Maccabi Haifa. Uh, their first goal coming in the fifth minute with Cherry from a free kick. Uh, 61st minute and 65th minute a brace from uh, Perot. And in the 80th, uh, 87th minute, the final dagger from Abu Fani. Now, Liam, uh, we'll get into everything just before, uh, but do you want to send a message to our Greek fellows out in Greece? Yeah, yeah. So, Kalimena se olus pu masa kolutuna pinelada. Katarkas tulme na pumena magalo efkaristo ya tistiriksi beras many of the mothers to protomas podcast. Ε, και αυτό που θέλουμε να πούμε είναι ότι πήραμε πολλά μηνύματα από τους Έλληνες ότι θέλουν το podcast ελληνικά. Ε, το συζητήσαμε ανάμεσά μας και υπάρχουν πιθανότητες ότι από την επόμενη εβδομάδα ε, μπορούμε να κάνουμε ένα κομμάτι στο podcast για 10-15 λεπτά που είναι στα ελληνικά ή μπορούμε να κάνουμε και ένα άλλο podcast ε, με Έλληνες ε, που θα μιλάμε για το Ολυμπιακό. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Beautiful. Thank you for that, Liam. Now, um, let's just uh, talk about that scoreline. Um, that, uh, according to some statistics, is our biggest home defeat in Europe uh, since 1983, I believe. Yeah. Um, that is not not good, <laughs> to say the least. And, um, you know, we're, we're obviously at a stage at Olympiacos because of last season as well where the football has been extremely poor and it just looks like this game, it looked a lot worse, to be honest. Um, so just looking at some stats here, we had about seven, uh, sorry, eight shots registered the entire game. Oh, sorry, seven, my apologies. Seven shots. Um, that's simply not good enough uh, at a game where we needed to win a game where we needed to dominate possession and uh, we, we just simply did not look threatening on the ball whatsoever. Maccabi looked pretty comfortable, wouldn't you reckon? Yeah, um, it was an abysmal performance to start off with. Um, I don't think I've seen us play that bad at home. Oh, for, mm. I don't think I can remember a time we played that bad at home. It was just shocking. We had absolutely no um, identity. We had no idea what what we were doing, we had players just roaming around who the fuck knows where, no, no one knew where they were. Um, yeah, it was, it was shocking. We, we couldn't string three passes together. We had, we had a patch, uh, a patch before halftime where for about five, 10 minutes, we looked a little bit comfortable and we were pressing them. And that was about all we saw for the whole game. Um, they absolutely killed us. They deserve the, um, they deserve the qualification. Um, and yeah, that's that's where we're at right now. 
Yeah, just on that point about stringing passes together, I think there's a, uh, I think a handful of players in that lineup that are, you know, we should definitely rethink of uh, having at the club. So we'll just go through that lineup. So obviously between the goals, we'll have Vashlik. From right to left, we had uh, Vrasliko, Manolas, Abusise, Reapchuk. Our three midfielders of Madi Kamara, Mamadoukane, Andreas Buchalakis, and our three up front, Philip Zinkenagel, Tikinho, and Yorgos Masuras, uh, with a 4 3 3. Liam, that yeah. midfield to me was just the worst. Um, three midfielders we could have together if 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 you ask me i i yeah. think martins has absolutely lost it yeah well we were talking about this before the game and i remember saying that if we see three defensive midfielders we're both going to shut the tv off and not watch the game <laughs> i could not believe we're, we're playing at home for goodness sakes that got a skaki it's going to be a castro you know we got we got our we had our fans rallying us behind you think you'd think martins would go with an attacking player we're playing Maccabi haifa we're not playing barcelona um, yeah, I, I was absolutely shocked to not see uh, a Cam play. I thought I thought for all money, Zinkenhagel was going to start in the 10 position and we're going to put uh, Randelovic on the right wing. Um, but yeah, I have no idea why. And what I really don't understand is Bukalaki starting. You know, I've got nothing against the player. Um, I, I love him. He's a good, he's, you know, he's been a good servant for Libya, of course, over the years, a leader. But he, he wasn't, he was woeful in pre-season. He hasn't played, you know, he hasn't played for a few weeks because we haven't had a game since preseason. Why bringing him right bring him in um now when we need goals? What why is he playing? And I really don't understand also with Mamadou um Kane playing either. He he wasn't too good either. Yeah. I yeah. I, I and I'm really shocked to not see him villain that midfield. It's just I, I don't know where Martins is pulling these these players out of nowhere to just chuck them in a big game like this. It was yeah, it was all wrong. Yeah, the uh, the the option, the choice. Sorry to put Buchalakis out there. Now, the only thing I could think of, obviously, he's not a terrible player. He's he's played well for Olympiacos, um, but he, no, he didn't play well in preseason at all. Maybe the mentality behind Martin's decision that one is maybe having a leader out there. He's yeah. you know he's obviously captain the team. Um, but, but that's there's, that's another problem. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. That's another problem. The fact that our captain is coming in for his first game of the season is getting subbed off at half time. Yeah, well, I don't I don't think this squad has one set captain. I mean, before we knew it was Fortunis. Yeah. Because because we would always, you know, going into a game, you'd one, you'd expect Fortunis there, and two, he'd be our captain. But now, you know, last season as well, it's been juggling with Bukhalakis, Socrates, uh, uh, El Arabi. Um, <laughs> yeah, it it's doesn't. Go to Manolas. I... It's a simple fix. Manolas, centre back, knows the club inside out. It's a, it's a simple yeah. fix. He'll be in every game. Yeah, he, he seems like a locker room leader as well. Uh, he, he has a big personality. There's no doubt about that. Um, again, the, the, the reason to, be, to bring in Mamadou Kane as well, like, I don't think he had a terrible game, but. That three combo just doesn't work. There's no creativity, and um, I know there was a lot of talk about Zinkenagel um, coming in as a number ten, like you know, in the in the mid. Um, the, the guy couldn't control the ball for the life of him. He was all over the shop. 
him and Masuras were by far the two worst players on the field today, alongside yeah. with uh, Bukhalakis as well. They, they were just and terrible. Rayo Chuk. Oh, don't. Oh, did, did, we'll, we'll get to that point next. We'll talk about him in just just a sec, but um, yeah, and Villa was in the 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 press conference before game before the game. Why yeah, well, why wasn't he in there? That didn't make so, sense. Um, yeah, I was I was a bit surprised at hearing that, but after hearing the um Gate Seven International podcast, I actually found out why. Well, a reason to why he's he was probably benched. And that was because in his um, pre-game interview, uh, one of the journalists actually asked, um, "What's like the reason that you've uh, Olivia, of course, has been struggling in the creativity department?" And he basically just laughed and said, uh, "That's not a question for me. Ask the coach that." So <laughs> that's <laughs> it's it's clear there that Martins has lost uh, a few players and that Envilla doesn't respect him. And, and and you know a lot of people are saying that's the reason he was probably starting before that because. If you look back, Olivia, of course, doesn't take a play into the pregame uh, press conference and then not start them. That's a very <laughs> rare thing. So, okay. yeah, a lot of people think that's the reason he didn't he didn't start. So Martins couldn't handle the heat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to look at it from uh, the players' perspective because they're looking at all these players being told they're not welcome, they're not needed for the next season. I'll take Aldrutos again. I mentioned it in the last episode. He he was told last season there's no plans for him, but he was playing in the preseason, and now he's nowhere to be seen again. So I don't know. Does he like? What well, do do these players train with the first team? What the hell is happening? Like there, there's there's Vrusai, uh, there's Adrutsos, there's uh, I think Kutri of recent has been. No, he's yeah, been dropped. Kukunis, Pepe, got, all these players. You got Pepe, Lavera, Semedo. I mean, Semedo is a, a different story altogether. <laughs> but um, what what are these players doing? Are they training? Are they completely elsewhere? What are they yeah, doing? Well, Do- the Greek reporters reckon that they're out of Indy, but they're just training by themselves. In like they're completely away from the squad, isolated from the team. They've been told not to basically go near the team. Well, that's so it's just like they're there, but they're really not there, and that's that's the problem. You've got club legends like Fortunis as well. It just you just can't be treating club legends like that, you know. Um, that's how you lose the locker room. That's what's ha- that's what's happened. And there's been reports that you know players like Masuras, Bukalakis have been upset with the way Fortunis has you know been treated. He's his buddy been put out there and said, "Oh, train by yourself." Even though he's done so much for us over the last how many years, you know, it's just been terrible what they've done. They've given him the number fifty-three we talked about last week. That's one thing. Yeah. And then you got you know players like Pepe, the Portuguese players, um, getting iced out of the team. That has an effect on all the players in the squad as well. And yeah, it's just yeah, yeah it's it's all wrong. Um, it's clear that we're all over the shop in terms of behind the scenes stuff at the club. Uh, mm-hmm. Martins has lost a lot of the players' respects, I think, um, because of this. And yeah, and it's just it's just translating into our into our football at the moment. That's absolutely correct, and I agree with you. Uh, the the treatment of let alone club legends, um, just treating they're your players, and like Pepe, for example, Martins wanted him. It was his choice. He wanted Pepe. Um, you shouldn't. You can't treat the players like that. I, I just think that's very wrong. I think Martins has uh, 
You know, he's he's done well for the club, but I think um, I've lost a lot of respect for him after the yeah. whole Fortunis thing, after the yeah. whole Rosai. I like, I understand, like maybe, you know, I, he doesn't f- want Andruzos in the team. It's not part of his plan. That is totally fine. But to just come out and bash a player like that out in the media, I just don't agree with. Uh, because the thing is, Andruzos bleeds red and white. Yeah, they've come through the academy. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would love to just see them have a go, even if maybe they're not up to it, the standards that we need players to be at. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's just a whole other debate. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into more about the Martins yeah. situation later, we'll, obviously. But um, uh, I wanted to talk let, about bloody the left-back position of Realchuk today. Let's oh, talk like, about Realchuk. Oh, like fuck, where do we start with Rabchuk now? Um, I, I I love the player. He he he's one player that you can always go back after the game and say, look, the bloke tried his hardest. He gave his all, you know. <laughs> but he's just not the quality is not there for these bigger, more important games. You can't be having players like that in the starting eleven. He's yeah, a perfect they- backup for like the Greek league and all that sort of stuff. That's fine, but I really don't understand. Kutris has got so much quality, and he was, you know, he was. Before he only got he only left and got ice out of the team because Simikas was unbelievable. Yeah, this was at a high level, and I understand why he's just not getting a chance now. He he's much better than Rabchuk, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I don't know if you remember the uh couple of brain farts from Rabchuk in today's game here. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember. I'm not too. I think it may have been in the second half at some time that uh, that we we had a corner and the ball, you know, went back. Rabchuk had it, but he even went back to Vachlik, and the fans just lost it. Yeah, the fans lost it because there was no pressure on him. It was like, what are you doing? What? Yeah, but I mean, th- the whole game we were just going back and we were going back. But I want to get into the game in just a moment, but. What I want to ask you, Liam, is uh, what starting lineup would you have put out there? Well, obviously, we've I've said what I've said about uh, Rabchuk, um, but I, I know Gutris uh, is is not hundred percent fit at the moment, so maybe he would have started even this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the midfield, well, obviously, I, I want to see Fortunis. I, I think we're really just missing him. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if he, obviously he's not in the in the list for the European game, so based off the list, if we're going to talk about it like that, I would have had Zinkenhagel at ten, Kamara and M Villa behind Zinkenhagel, and then I would have had Masuras, probably though Tekenio did play pretty decent again. You know he held up the ball quite well, but I probably would have had El Arabi just for the goal scoring prowess, and he knows how to handle these big games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have had Randelovic on the other wing, or even Abubakar. Oh no, Abubakar was injured. I think actually. Um, Correct. Abubakar, I think it was the last minute. Maybe, out. yeah. So I would have had Vandelovic on the on the other wing for a bit of pace. I think that's what we what we're lacking at the moment. We Zinkenhagel Masuras don't really run at players. Yeah, they need more time and space to sort of you know <laughs> maneuver something. Whereas we need to play with a bit of pace on the wing to just run and get crosses in how we did in the old days with Podence. And I think, you know, Vandelovic is probably right now, based off the list, is our best player to do something like that. 
Well, he's definitely our only in and out sort of winger. Yep. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I would have kept the back line the same. Uh, so, Vrasiliko, oh, whatever his name is, <laughs> Manolas Sese Reapchuk. I mean, I mean, if for experience, I'd put Reapchuk out there. Um, you know, if we could have afforded to, I'd, I'd probably put Gitsos in there. Yeah. Um, the mid, probably, and Via. Carvalho. Honestly, I, I would have just put Fortunis in there as well. <laughs> yeah. May, maybe instead of Carvalho, just maybe Madi Camara and Via and Fortunis in an ideal. Carvalho world. did absolutely nothing when he oh, came yeah, on. He was I, I, did, I didn't even notice he was on the pitch. Might as well yeah. just play with 10 men that second half. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, well, a lot of the players went missing today. Yeah. And, and what and would be your front three? Front three, uh, Randelovic. Um. Uh, maybe Masuras, even though I don't, I'm out. I'm not really a fan of Masuras to be honest. But if Kamara was available, I put Kamara in there. Yep. Uh, the thing is, the the Kinyo's not playing bad. He no, he, he actually managed to win most of the aerial duels. Like whenever Vatchlik or the defense booted it up, he would win it. Yep. So he was winning the ball. He was getting months on it, and he was the only one out there. You know, sort of getting into it. He had real, yep. you know, he was on fire as well. But you know, it'd be a juggle between Dikinio or El Arabi. I wouldn't be angry if either one of them started or they, you know, halftime sub or something, whatever. Yep. Something like that would have been great. Speaking of that, I don't know if you saw Torosidis getting a yellow card. <laughs> uh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, but this is Torosidis we're talking about. We know the type of player he was. He was. Yeah passionate and obviously he got booked for losing his you know shit at the players or the whoever the refs yeah that's what the olympiacos players are missing and that just probably goes to show they've lost faith in the coach yeah that's it yep um yeah and that's another thing that another point i want to sort of touch on is yeah that bathos has gone missing that um, we talk about that's always associated with Olympiacos. Um, you know, the the team asked to really ra- ask the fans to rally behind them for this game, ask them to buy tickets, ask them to be there, although it's in early stages of Champions League qualification. And the fans, you know, they did their part. <laughs> they were there, they were loud at the start. It was, you know, the Gipador was full. Um, but there was just absolutely no passion, no respect to the fans for coming out. No one was getting really into it. And yeah, we've lost that. We've lost that identity. That's what Olympiacos is all about. People die for this club, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what we've, yeah, we've we've lost that um that connection. And yeah, it's. I think that's why we're at such a low point at the moment. It's definitely a, no, a low point because uh, that season, you know, with uh, with Podence and Simikas and Guillerme, that you just watched that team. Mm. And you just felt it yeah. as a fan, as you know, a watcher. And we're across on the other side of the of the world. And but you just felt that team was like a family. The club was like a family, and that's what Martin's built. Yeah, that's what he built. The scatta that we saw this morning is just pathetic. Four nil. It wasn't like. 
we lost 1-0. Because, like, even then, that would just be outrageous. But this is humiliating. It is shit. The football is shit. Everything about it is shit. The team is talented. We have talented, but it's inflated. We have too many players. And we have too many of the same type of players. The contracts are massive. We're spending a lot of money on these salary wages. We're spending a lot of money getting these players in the first place. And it's it's just sad to see. Like, again, no Champions League football. I know I said on the last show that I prefer Olympiacos in, um, in the Europa League. In the sense, I like them in the Europa League because, yes, you know, they, they win the games in the group stage. They get out of the group stage. They will maybe go to the at least the round of 16. In Champions League, you know, finishing third, depending who's in our group, regardless of why I like it and whatnot. But, you know, it's it's just another season without Champions League football. And Olivia Kors is not just the name. Like, you know, how the, the guys are on Gate 7 say, but... We are a massive club, and this is just unacceptable. It's not good. Yeah, um, 100%. And now it's a real problem because, as you said, we, we're not going to be playing Champions League football. Uh, I, th- I believe we're saying – I think I read a stat today that it's like the first time in 15 years where we've gone two seasons in a row mm. without being in the Champions League. Yeah. So that's, just... that's, an, that's a – we've definitely hit a very low point. Um, and if I'm going to be totally honest with you, you know, touching on to next week's game, we've got Slava, Bratislava. I don't know if you've seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, Slovan Bratislava. Uh, Slovan Bratislava, sorry, yeah. And I, I, I don't see us winning. Like, I, they're probably better than Maccabi, honestly. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's where the problem is. We, <laughs> we're not in Champions League. Are we going to be in the Europa League? We've got to play two matches now. Well, they would be out for blood, won't they? We uh, knocked them out in the qualifiers last season, if yeah, I'm mistaken, or the year before. Right. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was one of the years. Yeah, well, something like that. But uh, you know, they they got thumped this morning. They got a nice four-one there. But yeah, where I I think any team can just cut through us, cut through yeah. us, and and. In the pre-seasons, we didn't score out of six or seven whatever games they were. I think we only scored twice open play. Everything was off a set piece. So there's no creativity. Yeah. Is that, we're, we're missing creativity. And, like, yeah, you know, we got what well, it looks like we've landed uh, um, Huang in Bloom. Huang in Bloom. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's the answer. Who knows? I think the answer's already in the club. This, a game like this was screaming for a Fortunis. 100%. 100%. That just shows Martin's stubbornness doesn't want to change anything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like he was so good at adapting in the first few seasons. You know, we we could switch formations. We could switch. Like, for, remember when Fortunis got injured? Valbuena came straight in, did mm-hmm. the exact same job, but maybe even better. Mm hmm. He was, yeah, he well, was so good enough, he's lost that, and you know, it just showed today again. 
Well, that that was a uh, a Valbuena that was a bit more versatile than he yep. is now. So let's uh, let's dig into the substitutions because yeah. uh, <laughs> that that <laughs> were very questionable. Uh, so in the 46th minute, so pretty much half time, uh, Buchalakis off for Carvalho. That's the only one I can basically understand. Yeah, except I mean, with that change, it felt like we were taking off a player because Carvalho yeah. is <laughs> nowhere to be found. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that sub, although Carvalho was shit, I can understand that. He was trying to bring creativity to the game, trying to take it to them, put in a you know, proper number 10. Mm-hmm. Um, did absolutely nothing. And... I'd put, to touch on that, I would have probably not taken Bukalakis off, even though he was awful mm-hmm. in that um in that first half. I would have kept him on for the the experience. He's played in the Champions League in the big games, and I would have probably taken off Kane. Um, now yeah. I don't know if you see that differently, but I, that's what I personally would have done. We were, I, I would have, I, th- I think we would have done well with um not would have done well, but it would have been good to have a leader like Bukalakis in the middle of that um midfield yeah. uh, while we're down. Uh, I somewhat agree with you. I think up until then, Carne wasn't having the worst game. No, nah, yeah. he, he he was somewhat getting into it, but I, I probably would have kept Bukhalakis on. Also, he's our captain. Um, however, that takes us to the 62nd minute. So, Mamadou Kane, uh, Zikanagu off, replaced by El Arabi and Pierre Kunde. Um, now that as soon as I saw El Arabi, uh, I just knew, yeah, he's going four four two. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that just said, well, <laughs> well, that's Kunde and Carvalho as your middle two. Like, come on, oh, come I, on. I, I've just... got no words to describe like what I was seeing after that point. Like, just I, I didn't even know what the players were playing. It just seemed like there was no positions. It's like under tens football. Just go play wherever you want. <laughs> it was, just, yeah. Uh, I mean, bringing on El Arabi is obviously like we're down. I think were we down at two 0 when those subs were made. Uh, we were down. Yeah, no, we were down. Yeah, two 0 Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can understand bringing El Arabi on Zinkenhagel was shit. Fair enough. I, I just don't know. I just don't know. Like, I, can't, I don't know like, why could... he's going to four four two. We'll get into the other ones, but you got to ask who the hell finds these players? Zink and Argo. <laughs> yeah. like, I've seen one game too. I don't like him. Like, people raved on him. Let's be honest, his goal in the first leg was just <laughs> fucking off the fucking post. Like, that was all to get you. That was all to get What a shot for yeah. by like, the Like, if, that, if the keeper didn't get a hand to that, that was going in. Yeah, 100%. But, yeah. Uh, apart from that, 68th minute, we're down 3 new at this point. Oh, you know, game changer. Uh, Valbuena, Masuras <laughs> off. Valbuena. Yeah. And I, I love Valbuena, but I, I don't want Olympiacos investing their time and money into players like Valbuena, uh, Avram Papadopoulos. Let's be honest, they're, they're, they're bloody 37. Valbuena runs like a papu. It's done. <laughs> like I, uh, I love him I love him but yeah, but that just shows that just shows like Martins knows yeah we need we need someone with flair with um 
like Valbuena. We need someone like that and we don't have it. Yep. We don't have it. We need like a twinkle toes sort of like a pod dance. Yeah, we're, we're absolutely missing that. You're 100 Like a, a playmaker, full stop playmaker. Zinka Nagel is not going to be our answer. Um, Definitely I don't not know. today's performance. Yeah, I don't know about Carvalho. I don't know. He's not He's not shown enough. Like, he's shown that he's decent over all the games I've seen him, but he's not shown that yeah. we can like, put him in a, in a big game against a big European club like that. I'd cut him some slack because he only came halfway through last season and he yeah, didn't yeah. play immediately. So, but towards the end of last season, he was showing, you know, he was scoring goals. You know, he was getting a monster and like he was, you know, shining out of what we had. But anyway, moving on from that. Yeah, the less uh, said about the subs, the better. 77th minute, Madi Kamara off for Jan Via. Um, at that point, it was you know still three 0 Sorry, but uh, uh, pretty much that game was done and dusted. Like you're you're putting on a defensive player, or maybe yeah, yeah. Fuck, man, I'm just <laughs> I can't wrap my head around the decisions. I can't wrap my head around the starting eleven. We never look like scoring the whole game. We we hit the back of the net. But that was obviously ruled out because of a handball from Buka. That was a fluke, though. You know the way ricocheted to Buka like you saw for corner. You know, like yeah, not, we didn't. We didn't. The point we're trying to make is we didn't create any chance. We we had absolutely. I, I don't think we even shot from inside the box from a like a chance created. Like the Tequino goal, uh, the Tequino shot from the six yard box that got blocked. Same mm-hmm. thing. It was like a rebound that fell to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had nothing. We had abs, abs at home against Maccabi Haifa. Couldn't create a single chance, and they created about. They could have scored more. Yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't like a five or six. Because yeah, at the end of the second, uh, first half, they were one on one. Vatchlik, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Saved yeah. it, thank God. But it doesn't make a difference now. But you know, um, yeah, it's just. Oh. By the way, who um gave away that free kick? Was it Zinkenhagel or Reabchuk for the first goal? That was uh, Zinkenhagel. And what a Absolutely dumb terrible. I don't know what, what is going through your head to do that. We had the ball. Yeah. We oh. had possession, but, uh, you know, he gave it away in a dangerous spot. What a free kick, though. you got to give it. That was yeah, nice goal. a lot of power behind it. Um, yeah. uh, maybe Vatchley could have done better. I think Vatchley could have done better for... Uh, it was uh, either the second or third goal. Yeah, the third uh, one. The, one that the third one. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, uh, look. You can't uh, blame Vasily. He, he uh, saved a couple one-on-ones last game, this game. I think yeah, I mean. He's far from the keeper and the defence. He's, he's allowed to have a couple mistakes, I'll tell you what, because of the work he's done last season as well. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And so, you know what? Even, yeah. You know that third goal. That if he saves that, well, we, we were no chance scoring two goals. We did not look threatening at all. Nah, nah. We 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 could have played another ninety minutes, <laughs> and <laughs> we wouldn't have scored. That's what I wanted to say. I, that was one. Honestly, I think other than if you can remember back to the Red Star Belgrade game where we needed to win to finish third a couple of years ago in the yeah, championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Other than that, because that was a really frustrating game because we just couldn't score. I don't think I felt that. 
Yeah. Yes. I don't but, think I felt that frustrated um watching an Olympiacos game in my like we just there's just absolutely nothing to get excited about. I tell you what though, I remember that game S- stressed out, yes, but different kind of stress. Yet the, yeah, yeah. In that game, the board just didn't want to go in the black. Yeah, yeah, like we, we had every chance, it just wouldn't go in. Yeah. But you know, thank God, El Arabi, beautiful okay, penalty. Yeah. You know, that, uh, good old that, days, that season, oh, two war to Tottenham, you know, only a 3-2 defeat, you know, to Bayern. They were the um, days, know. man. That was my favourite, yeah. one of my favourite yeah. recent years of Olympiacos. Definitely. I think that's, you know, I'd probably say one of the, you know, the best Olympiacos team on paper ever. I'd yeah. say, I don't care. I'd Not ever. It. We had better when we had players well, like... Um, well, I mean, I wasn't around, you know, in the, the oh, 98, yeah. you know, to see well, that. Maybe for our lifetime then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but Agibu Kamara, was, was, did he have a... No, no, he was on the bench. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's another thing, you know. He's in the starting 11 in the first game. He's just, he's just thrown away in the second game. Like, you know, like what's going on? Like, it, it's not pre-season. You're not just putting players in and then just you know, getting rid of them the next game and then, you know, having someone like Bukalakis not even play for a few weeks and just chuck throwing him in. Oh, yeah, here you go, mate. Mm-hmm. Play this game. Like, where's the, where's a bit of the structure to the score? Where's the, the like, the foundation? Because other than Manolas, really, and maybe Vrasalico and obviously Vasilic, who mm-hmm. really has a certain spot in that starting 11? Um, <clears throat> well, he's a th- uh, Madi Kamara, maybe. But, but he didn't start last week either. That's that's another thing. Oh yeah, correct. I forgot that. So he's just like um, just throwing players in and out. Like like you can't get balanced in a squad if that's if you're just changing, chopping and changing like that. Yeah, I think Martin's. Uh, he didn't invest time in preseason. Like let's be. I don't think we had a really long preseason. Like there, there's clubs out there still playing friendlies. We're not. Yeah, yeah. Um. Did Martins really invest his time wisely? Because in these friendlies, he was playing Hassan, he was playing Papadopoulos, he was playing uh, Adruzos. Like, you clearly don't have plans for these players. Why'd you waste the bloody yeah. time on them? Why? I would uh, honestly would have Adruzos on the freaking right wing over Zinkanago or Masuras. Who it, Whichever position they played, because they were all over the shop. Yeah, yeah. I, I would just put Adruzos out there. I don't care. Just who cares? The guy bleeds red and white. Whatever, get him out there. Yeah, get a bit um, of Bartos into the squad. And you're right about the preseason. It just shows like we're all over the place, even behind the scenes. We we're not so, the, the the roster. I think right now is at forty players. Forty players uh, and eleven can start on the field. I could, um, I could, I could tell you, you that transfer, if you go to transfer market, I think you'd be able to look at the exact number. But the point is, we just got no idea what's going on. We just got all these players training by themselves. Um, it, it just shows Martin's lost the plot. He doesn't know what he's mm-hmm. doing. He doesn't know what's going on. He's just doing whatever. Well, he, and, yeah, go well, on. he's well, well, here's the thing. Like we we keep forgetting him because Gary Rodriguez, <laughs> like. We could have used him in this game. Let's be honest, but he's always injured. Like we don't even think of him. He's part of the team. I think 
he's a liability. I think he needs to go. But like, I'll, I'll read you out a list right now. So, other players under contract. So we got Ruben Semedo, Lala, Pepe, Fortunio. Lala, is he still at the club? <laughs> he's still at the club. Oh bro. my goodness, what's going on? Yanis Masuras. Uh, oh, the left back, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Kumic and Lavera. Kumic is injured, so we won't. He know, he could actually be a good player, but he could, but yeah, it's not. He's always injured so far. And Lavera, Martins get Lavera back in the squad. He's 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 ten reckon? times better than Zinkenhagel. You'd get Lavera back in there. Well, it, unless we're signing new players, Lavera's ten times better than Zinkenhagel. Hmm. I'd get Vrusay in there. Yeah, oh, is Vrusai still at the club? I don't even he's, know. He's still at the club. Again, uh, one, one of the players, you know, Martins has said, you know, not, not in the future, not in the plans. Paparia, this and that. No yeah, worries. Yeah, yeah. Well, like that. that's that's uh, another, I'm pretty sure Vrusai is a product of the youth system. Yeah, he is. He is. And uh, he's a young Greek bloke, talented. Like, and again, last season, he was in. It was two a season or two ago. He was in absolute great form, and he got injured. Well, he think. just wasn't playing as much as he should have been, and we're playing older players, and he fell off. And I don't know yeah, if you he, remember that that game against Marseille. He absolutely, absolutely yeah, tore he him did. apart. Yep. Yeah, it's great potential. Bring him back. Bring him back. And a lot of the, a lot of things need to change. A lot of things really do need to change. A lot of players. Well, Uncut for the Fanella and a lot of players who aren't in the squad right now need to come in. Yeah, well, if this next question will sort of lead into what we're going to talk about, um, maybe those players would get you know recalled. So, like, yeah, uh, Vrusay, Adrutsos, Fortunis under a new manager. So, Liam, what yeah. do you think? Is Martins's time up? Martins's time is definitely up. Um, yeah. he he's given us the glory days the first two seasons and you've got to res- everyone has to respect him for that um, he gave us some great moments as Olympiacos fans uh, uh, for us Olympiacos fans um, you know we were playing great football in the Champions League we'll bring it to some of the best teams in the world mm-hmm. um, but yeah he's, his time has come to an end it's just he's, he's lost the dressing room and you, Although he's done so much, you can't you can't keep a coach around it. Like, you know, last season we were, we played absolutely awful, and you got all the media, you know, saying how Martins was going to change things this season. We're going to be back on track, and two games in preseason, same shit, probably worse. Probably worse. So you can't, you definitely can't keep um, a manager who's lost the dressing room. By the way, uh, we spoke about Mvilus. Uh, in Villa's comments, we spoke about the players being upset about all these other players getting iced out of the squad. So he's clearly lost the dressing room. Like, And I think that might have to do with Yusuf El Arabi not playing these two games. Mm. Maybe something's happened there as well because he, he didn't... I don't think... Oh No, he did come on last game, but he's been getting very limited minutes for the contract he's on. No, I, don't, I don't think he came on last game. Just, just so, this game he did. Okay, he didn't come on last game. There you go. And then no. this game, he came on for what 15, 20 minutes, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah a, a lots, a lots going on behind the scenes. And when something like that's happening in a club, and another thing is the fans are just completely against Martins now, and 
Fans well, want to I, see players like Fakunis in, and Martin's not giving them that. So, you know, that's another reason why he's probably – his yeah. time's up. I was just going to say, I think fans were still on the fence, but I think this game, after oh. this game, I think they're, they're all agreed that, you know, uh, time's up, you know. Yeah, that, that was exactly like me. Yeah, exactly like me. I, I agree with you. Thanks for, you know, the everything. Because Martins came at a time where, uh, you know, Marinakis came down sacked 44 bloody plays and stuff. Yeah. Um, he brought in Martins. Martins, you know, that next season built up a bloody great foundation. We beat AC Milan in the Europa League. Um, you know, promising signs. Then next, the, the season after that, it's, you know, the nineteen twenty, I think it was, you know, we beat Arsenal. We yep. unluckily got eliminated by... Uh, uh, best Wolves. Wolves. Uh, even, you know, in the league, we tore it up, beating Bulk in the Cup as semi Yeah, absolutely. absolutely killed, that killed the league yeah. that year. But, uh, it, yeah, it's been going backwards every time. And I think yeah. a, a big part of it is that a, a coach in Greece doesn't even stay <laughs> more than two or three years. This guy yeah. has been, what, four or five now? I think, yeah, this is his fifth season. Um, yeah. No, what I will say about that, though, is I'm, you know, I'm very happy that we've ha held a coach for this long because it's been a while since we've done something like that. <laughs> and, and you know, obviously, you'd, you'd 100% think Martins is going. I, don't, I really don't see how he stays with all the fans being against him, you know, just the performance. The, the fact it was 4-0 as well. And the question is now, who do we bring in and... Because I personally want to see a, a coach who's committed to the job long term and building Olympiacos back up from the ground. Because let's be honest, we're not going to go anywhere this season. Yeah. Or you wouldn't think we would. Well, um, it, it, it comes down to the decision making. So if they get rid of Martins, which I think they should do it now, uh, because let's just be honest, whether Martins is there or not, this is another uh, build-up season. It's wasted already. Yeah. So I think Martins needs to go now, but who do we get? Uh, well, I'm actually on Lucky transfer Slemonis. market. <laughs> get get Lemonis in there. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Get him. If he wants yeah. it, take it. But I'm actually, you know, transfermarket.com now. Some of these are not realistic, but... Uh, Ole Gunners, <laughs> so Ole. get in Ole. Ole's on the wheel, mate. I don't know. Yeah. Poch is Pochettino not at PSG? Pochettino, I mean, I was having this discussion with my papu actually today. So that's who we should get. That's going. Yeah. I don't think Pochettino is going to come to Olympia uh, for he, like three million. Asking, yeah, he needs a fat paycheck. Yeah. Uh, Rafa Benitez. That's a bit of more of a realistic one. Marcelo Bie Bielsa, Bielsa, yeah, Bielsa, yeah. Uh, oh, he got sacked from Leeds. I forgot that. Uh, he'd be a brutal coach. Oh yeah. Well, we got. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking down on transfer market. To see, uh, Villas Baus, hell no, he's no, terrible. No, 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 no. Uh, I mean, there's a couple of names here. You know that Ranieri. <laughs> <laughs> No way. Uh, I mean, I don't know. He's done great work with Leicester, but 
that's that's probably it. Um, anyway, I mean, has uh, Sam Allardyce? There you go. Big Sam. It's going to save us for Greek Super League relegation. Yeah. The be- the best England England coach of all time. One game, one <laughs> win. There you go. Uh, what about uh, what Valverde? Is he at a team? He just got a club, I think, a few weeks ago. Signed for a Spanish club. He, I, I was saying this yeah, again right. with Bopul today that if he was a free agent, I think he would be in yeah. like today. He'd be in tomorrow morning in Greece. I tell you what, that's a shame. Yeah, that's a shame. I feel like yeah. Knowing the things now. Well, I want to ask you quickly. Do yep. you think? Do you see Martins at all staying? Do you see like what what possibility do you think he has, or what chance do you think he has of staying? Fuck man. Well, I tell you what. I will be <laughs> bamboozled. Is the word I'm using bamboozled if he stays? I tell you what. Olympiacos coaches have gotten sacked for a lot less. Oh, how no, how no. don't you remember? Like, if Olympiacos lost to Ike, lost to Panthenaikos, they would just get sacked, like, without question. Like, Olympiacos fans knew, yeah, this coach game is, is getting the sack tomorrow, without a yep. doubt. Um, Martins has uh dodged a, no win against Panathinaikos last season. I can't believe that. That's 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 actually the worst out of the lot. So the fact he survived that as well, I don't know. I don't know. I think he needs to go. Yeah. The probability of it happening, I don't know. I re- I can't answer that. I can't. But I will be absolutely dumbfounded if he does not get the boot. Well, what about yeah. you, Liam? What what do you think the chances are? Well. Um, no, I think I think he's definitely gone. Um, what I find is ab- what I find shocking, and I'm talking about getting the Gate Seven podcast today, is that <laughs> a reporter asked him after the game, um, "What what's next for you in Olympiacos?" And he goes, <laughs> "The league." <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, just got to start focusing on the league." Oh, Did my leg years anyway? And you know what? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know the fact that he's like, like I get you're saying that because like you don't want to say you know obviously this is probably it, but yeah. man far out is the guy delusional. Yep. Um, no, uh... he's he's got to be gone because I don't know about you, but I I just don't see like how I if Martin stays next week we see the same shit. I I, I don't see how I get behind this team like as much as I love Olivia Corda, but I just don't see how like I wake up and I like, get excited and be like. I, I, I don't see that. I don't. I don't know how I rally by the team if Martin stays because I'm not. I'm not pissed off. I'm not gone with, you know, what's happened over the last, you know, even the last year with mm-hmm. Olympiaco. Yeah, I just, I just don't see how Martinakis keeps him, especially with all the um, all the stuff going on right now in the background. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you in that one. He's going to be ninety-five percent gone. Oh, I'll be so because because you got to ask the question: What happens if we don't beat Slovan? Does that? I'm not too sure. Does that mean we make Conference League? Or no, we then we have to play one game of Conference League. Dilada, come on, yeah. come on! What happens if we don't beat Slovan? And what oh. you know? What if like Martins is our coach still? 
<laughs> well, if we don't beat Slovan, then he's still a coach. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, but <laughs> I think well, he'll be pitching vapes. And <laughs> oh, that that have to be for sure. Um, I was going to ask a question, but hopefully it comes back to me. So I put out a post on Instagram saying, uh, "Send your questions for tonight on our podcast," and we got we got a couple. Yeah. More or less, they're the same. So there's been a couple here, uh, Fafigi or Martin Stelica, um, manager, stay or go. So we just pretty much said that. I think Liam and I are pretty much sold on going. Yep. Um, here's another one. Uh, not so much a question, but let's talk about it. Uh, we have lost direction. I love Marinakis, but I think... Uh, this Nottingham thing is a distraction. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? Interesting point. Very mm-hmm. interesting point. Um, I don't think it's Muddy Nakis' fault what's what's happened. He wanted to, you know, obviously when you have a coach like Martins, he has one bad season. Are you really going to get rid of him? Mm-hmm. I, I think he did the right thing by keeping him and giving him a, another chance, although it hasn't worked out. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have not sacked if I was in the position of of uh, Marinaki. So I, I don't. I don't think you can really point the finger at him. Um, and as far as the Nottingham being a concern, you can look at it both ways. It's it's sort of a it's sort of a good thing for Libyako. More money to Marinaki. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, what I didn't grab yeah, his on. name. Uh, Tony. Yeah, he's he's the one that uh, made the comment. Well. It's it's still early in the season. The season's barely started, and let I think last season was probably the worst Martin's season because even even the the season before that, you know, we we did go to the uh, sixteen of the Europa League. So I think after last season, maybe Martinakis was like, yeah, maybe he is getting his hands tied with Nottingham. He's like, you know. Martins will have a bit more control because usually when things like these happen, you hear about Marinakis at Renti, you know, having a go at the players. Um, But I I don't think he's too distracted. I think um, he'll make the call if he feels the call has to be made and uh, has to. It has to. Come on, Marinakis. Come on. Like, like, no disrespect to Martins, but it's just his, his time's up. Well, I'm just waiting. Waiting yeah, to I'm, see I'm, what I'm, happens. I keep uploading my <laughs> Olympia course news page with all the um all the Greek sources, waiting what? to see if something big comes through. There's nothing so far. No, there isn't. And it's quite early in Greece, so that's give it. it give it till midday, give it till you know the afternoon and we'll see what's happening. Yeah, that's it. All right, so we're pretty much wrapping up almost to an hour here. Uh yeah. Liam can oh, we do that? No, no, you're right. Can we do it against uh, Slovan Bratislava? Oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of um there's a lot of ifs involved in that question. I, I don't mm-hmm. I don't see how we win with Martins as coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also don't see how we win if we just get a brand new coach because I feel like a brand new coach will play a brand new eleven. Yeah, and. You know, although the top, like when when a new coach comes in and when you put in new, you know, players who haven't played too much together throughout the preseason and other games and all that, 
there's obviously there's going to be a bit of a lack of chemistry and we're going to have to build from bottom up. So I feel like we're definitely not the favourites going to this game, that's for sure. Um, yeah. And you'd have your money on them to win, but, you know, if we can... I'm hoping we can somehow scrape through it and there's just so much that needs to happen this week. So much that needs to go down before we even think about the game. So I really don't know what, what answer to give you on that. Uh, A lot of things, you know, need to be sorted before we even focus about the the next game. So yeah. What about you? What do you think? Well, I think if things stay the same, we're not going through. Yep. Um, and just to your point, if we bring in a new coach, well, there's two trains of thought. If we keep Martins, we're going to stay as the same shit. If we get in a new coach, it's, again, going to be another transition season, you know, trying yeah. to build up a team. And I, you hate to see it, but the, the way Olympiacos fans are right now, we're, we're all thinking it. We're all thinking, you know, this season's already looking like it's just going to be a waste. Yep. Like we're yeah. we're not gonna when we're, we're not gonna you know make any significant changes unless obviously one comes very soon. Um. You know, like beforehand when when Olympiacos would make Champions League, you'd be eager to see who's in the group, and we see we used to see someone like Arsenal, we used yeah. to see someone like Atletico Madrid, and we're like, oh. Imagine, imagine yeah. we beat them, and we did. I, I don't see that for this season. I don't no. see that for this season. Well, that brings me to a question I saw earlier on the day on um, Facebook, mm-hmm. and some guy was basically asking, conference league, So basically, <laughs> obviously, what do you you know? Do you want to see Olympiacos in the conference league? As we have a chance to win that, what do you think of that? I don't think we we have the quality to win it. Yeah, you don't think I so? Don't, Even in the conference no. league? The way the way we are now, no. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, okay. Like I, I do see us in there. <laughs> like I hope not. I hope we're Europa League. Please, man. I don't want to watch conference league. But say if we manage to get to a conference league, say we manage to get a really good coach under our belt and He's really like bringing the best out of the players that we got. I see us having a decent run. Uh, that team from the 1920 season would win the Conference League. Oh, yeah, 100%. I feel like that team could have won the Europa League, like yep. without a doubt. Um, yep. But there, there are quality teams in the Conference League. Like I understand like you got Champions League, Europa League. Now, Europa League used to... People used to look at it as, you know, the the one for the shittier clubs, whatever. But I, I watched a lot of the uh, conference league games. And they're good teams in there. Yeah, no, tough there teams as well. So last season, what you had Leicester, you had Roma. Yep. You, you know, Bulk had a good run. Marseille obviously had yep. a good run as well. Like they weren't terrible. Um, yeah. Those clubs right now would smack us twice on Sunday as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, and I mean, look at the team that smacked us this morning. <laughs> uh, but yeah. uh, you know, we live well, alone. It's fair to say that a lot is going to go down this week. Um, 
before we talk next on the next podcast. Um, and I'm yeah, I'm, I'm I'm as much as I'm disappointed with what happened today, I am also sort of excited because I feel like today and what happened obviously this morning spells the end of this downwards spiral we've been going on for the last year and a bit now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it can that can finally come to an end. We can hopefully get rid of Martins, start on a clean slate and build back up and obviously bring back some of our favourite players that we've all been wanting to see that I don't know why have been iced out. And, you know, somewhat there's a little bit of excitement involved. So, you know, if we could somehow even make the Europa League this season and and do that with a, with a new coach or rejuvenated squad, there's something to look forward to. But we've got to get there first. And right now it's looking it's looking tough. It is looking tough. It is looking tough. Um, just real quick before we end it, uh, what do you think of the uh, latest arrivals? So, going oh. <laughs> in bloom, and we got uh, oh, I don't know his name. Leidner, the left back. Yeah, that guy. Well, <laughs> before we say anything on the two players, imagine them two now just coming in after today, like everything <laughs> that's going on in the club. <laughs> the poor blokes, just like what a way to join Olympiacos. We're at a uh, rock bottom. Um, no, I well, think. Yeah, go on, CJ. Oh no, I was just gonna say. Well, I think they'd be happy with Europa League football, and no, they would be. Yeah. I'm just hoping Huang in Bloom can uh, bring some creativity. Yeah, he looks like he looks like a good player. Um, based on some highlights I've seen, he looks mm. he looks promising, and Liner as well. You know, I, I was hearing or reading the other day that he was. Um, Outside of the top five leagues, champion data has him ranked as the second uh, best left back in in Europe under twenty. So he's a okay. he's an impressive player as well. Hopefully, and bloody hell, the way that Albuquerque played today, it would have put him straight in. Oh mate, hopefully it's a kick up the ass for Oleg to wake That's up it. a bit. That's it. Right. And I love Oleg by the way. He's a he's, he's, he's a given gun. a lot for Olympiacos. He tries his hardest. So no no kicking him down. Yeah, for now. <laughs> we'll, we'll, give, we'll give him a break for now. Yeah. All right, Liam. That uh, I think about wraps it up. Thank you very much, CJ. No worries. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, don't forget to follow Liam at uh, Olivia Cos Fans. I'll put his link um, in our uh, bio. Also, sorry, Chrisos couldn't join us today. Uh, he'll be back next week, but I also put his pages in our uh, in our bio as well. And um, until then, thank you very much. Good night. And uh, Pame Olibiakos. Have a good week, guys. See ya.